Uh, Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, Social Justice, the New American Revolution. I'm your host, Mike, and I'm here with my brother, Jamal. What's up, Jamal? How are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you, brother? I'm chilling, man. Tonight's uh, going to be a pretty regular, like, a really uh, just a conversational episode. No real main topic, just discussing, you know, just the recent current events, I guess. Like, it's been a lot of them, man. We got the yeah. uh, the the vice president vice presidential debate. We got uh, Trump coughing and hacking and wheezing, talking about I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> don't let don't let COVID dominate your life. Uh, uh, let's see. We got flies in Mike Pence's head and hair. I protested today at the Until We Win event where we uh, protest to bring awareness about uh, the killers of. Uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, on, uh, Elijah McCain, Jacob Blake, and every name that hasn't come out yet, but will be out probably by next week and the week after and so on and so forth. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, 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 whoa. How did that go today? <laughs> so it was an awesome event. So I um, came from work uh, to the South Bay Plaza, which is a – like strip mall kind of like mallish area has a target there has a supermarket there it's a, it's a little shopping area you know uh you have your your home depot whatever wherever like it's equivalent to like a like a, a an outdoor mall or indoor mall whatever you want to call it like anyway we're plaza? there like a bay plaza thank you nice um so we're there and um my boy James, uh, DJ Cakewalk, he he put the entire event together. He's been planning this event. I've been like helping him here or there, but he's been really putting this whole event together um, since um, I want to say August, since after his nice. last event, when his last event ended, which was the Unity March back August first. Um, so James has been a real dedicated, like you know, member of the community, but really, you know, um, you know, I want to shout him out. Uh, he uh, DJs um, virtually now because, like, you know, COVID has really shut down the, the scene. Mm-hmm. And, um, so he's been doing a lot of that. And uh, oof. he's also been um, just, like, spreading awareness uh, to the homeless population and about the homeless population. Uh, each of his events had had something to do with feeding and or creating kits for the homes uh, that you see throughout the city of Massachusetts. And uh, we've been putting kits together, and he's been cooking meals. This most recent meal that he cooked was pretty much vegan, so uh, it could last a little bit longer. We were trying to, he was trying to be a little uh, more. Um, <clears throat> he was trying to be a little bit more open uh, and like mindful of the food being disposed and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So meat is known to spoil a little faster. So the idea was behind him making sure that uh, the food will hold for as long as we were going to be out there and it wouldn't wouldn't spoil. And I think that was a really good look. Uh, Put together a lot of vegan dishes, including uh, vegan vegan pasta. Nice. uh, (laughs) Ain't that bad. Yes, I had a little. Um, <laughs> beyond that, we also, uh, yeah, we mar- it was a pretty long march. It was about four, uh, 
4.3 mile march, so like, yeah, about four miles. Yeah, we it, it it was pretty hectic. Um, at one point, one of our marchers fell. Uh, she, one of the one of our marshals. She was riding her bike ahead of us to kind of like you know get traffic prepped for the fact that we were coming through. And she had fell over, and as we were helping her up, we realized that her chain kind of popped out of place. That wasn't the problem. As she fell over and stuff like that, maybe about a few seconds, we had a, we had cops in front of us and cops behind us, and the cops started blaring their sirens behind us to get us to go while we were trying to help our friend up. Like it was pretty messed up. So that was a pretty like uncool scene, and it just goes to show you how these cops feel about this. It's kind of like you know. You know, if I speak candidly, uh, who the fuck are you to get upset and start pushing against us and making us, like, feel, like, terrible for doing this great thing? And you're getting right. paid to be out here just to fuck with us. So, I, I, it's I felt crazy. this sort of way. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Hang on. So, <clears throat> um, I think that's awesome. I think you know, getting a lot of people together to, to raise awareness, to uh, to kind of keep a movement going is important. You know, just like, you know, you have the, the, the cancer walks and, you know, all the fundraisers for all the challenges. And, you know, they had the ALS challenge a couple years ago. And, you know, I think all that's amazing, right? It's, 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 it's doing its purpose, which is to bring awareness to issues. And I, I think uh, that's awesome. And we need we need more of it, right? We need people to be aware of the issues and how people are actually being affected. So it's I, funny I you see that, as, that as, actually. It's funny you should mention that, brother, because I met uh, through James and through this event. I met mm-hmm. this woman named uh, Saskia jo- uh, Saskia James. Saskia James is. Uh, I'm I'm, on, I'm I'm messing I'm messing up her occupation. I'm not even going to try to remember what she does, but no, but she's she is for the movement, man. Saskia came to educate people. She does not play. And let me tell you something once again, and I'm happy to say this, man. Black women are trying to save this country, and it's a thankless job. She's out here educating everybody, bro. She spoke to so many of the things that we discussed during our last, um, po- like that last podcast, the last co- conversation you, me, and Sean had, in regards to what the next move is supposed to be after, um, after these protests and whatnot. She literally spoke action steps to the crowd, and awesome. it was the point. Action steps is including making sure that they're voting for a specific bill. And this, uh, and I can't remember the specific number, but this particular bill passes through, and um, it uh, takes away the. It basically re- like people are talking about defunding the police, so funds from cannabis taxes um, no longer go to pay for police practices, and pay for police uh, training, or pay for police overtime, because uh, that's where cannabis taxes are going. People have been complaining that uh, the the med- the medicine the medical marijuana um, industry, rather specifically for um, for pain relief and not for recreation, has been um, very difficult to maneuver. And the product itself has mm-hmm. has not been helping. The product has been weaker. They've been growing weaker strains and 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 more lamer strains and call- and uh, giving them hard uh, like more. 
uh, exotic names, but like they're they're not doing what their intended purposes are. Now, don't get me wrong; like people who smoke marijuana, smoking to get high. Some folks are actually trying to both stimulate um, an appetite and deal with pain. And what she was speaking to was those particular people. And those particular people are um, getting gypped because the stuff that they're growing is basically just, you know, well, recreational grade marijuana. There's a difference between recreational grade and, medic- and medical marijuana. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as pain, uh, as far as pain management and uh, appetite stimulation is concerned, and she put us all on game. She told us to uh, to to be sure to look out for this bill, to make sure that we're calling our senator about this bill. Make sure that she said there's a whole bunch of bills that's passing in Massachusetts around um, making sure that we have um, uh, a say in uh, the practices that are happening and trying to get a priority um, a, a, a priority placement. Uh, and prior, mm-hmm. priority um, uh, consideration to uh, to start growing because there are a lot of black folk who are trying to start growing businesses out in Massachusetts now that it's legal, and you know just to get growing licenses and, and get the um, and go through the uh, the processes has been a really daunting task, especially going over these city to these cities where like folks are kind of giving you the third eye because you happen to be a, a, a person of color that happens to be interested in uh, working through the in the marijuana industry. And is, and they're trying to make it uh, basically a white a white boys club and kick everybody out. Not to mention how many brothers who are serving time behind bars right now for marijuana offenses. Uh, <laughs> how many how many families have been ruined behind uh, dudes who are selling marijuana on the street um, and have not have have yet to have their records expunged and have yet to uh, see freedom in uh, Massachusetts uh, criminal systems uh, just off of how. How about the people who who had a little bit on them and got tried like they were, you know, crazy people or animals or something? And then, how about like fifty-two percent, like fifty-four percent of African American teens? I'm I'm yeah. just throwing out random numbers. That's not no real <laughs> stat. It's just, but it's it's like I'm pretty sure like I could tell you half of my black friends. Well, my Hispanic friends will tell you that they had a run-in with the police where they got caught with the UPM, which is unlawful possession of marijuana. Hmm. Especially in New York, especially in the suburbs of New York, where you're in those little small towns and, you know, you might have went to school with some of the cops. Interesting life, man. It is. You know, it's funny because I was actually thinking about the whole marijuana industry uh, a couple years ago, I was thinking about personally getting in there as well, uh, because it is, it is uh, outside of like lucrative or how or that stuff. It's the the product itself is really helpful, right? Like absolutely, it helps. It helps with like you said, like appetite. It helps with pain. It helps with sleep. Um, it helps mm-hmm. with uh, the list goes on. I don't have a list in front of me. But the list goes on, and my my mother in law loves. She doesn't like partake. She doesn't smoke or do any of that. But like for for like patients, like when they get it, they, they always just feel better. And she she's like all for it. She's like pro, and she was schooling me on a lot of stuff in the medical world. And I'm like, wow, that's that's interesting. So you're not to go on a little tangent about marijuana, but I hey, I think. My my point of view, if our people can get in there and get a business in it, if you're thinking about it, please do it. It's not a white boys club. You know, we've been we've been harassed too much for it over the years. 
Like if any, like minorities, get in it. Make your money. Raise your families. I mean, but not just that, Jamal. Like you were talking about, and honestly, like Sasuke was really trying to put game on to us. Yo, it's bigger than just weed, man. Like there are laws and bills being passed over our heads all the time, and we're not hit to it because Trump is too busy trumping. And even Biden is too busy Biden and, and whatever. Like don't get me wrong. Like we want to pay attention to this these things, but – Mm-hmm. We have to be aware. We have to be aware and and understand how these processes work, uh, how laws are passed, how bills are passed, and the bills and laws in case people's civil rights or diminish them if they're not paying attention. And this is why we have to pay attention on local levels and on Senate levels, Congress levels, and, and at, at the very, very top. I, I completely agree with everything you just said. Um, and it's it's definitely bigger than Biden and Trump. It's I feel like until recently, I had no idea which new laws were being passed or whatever. And like um, my wife and I did our mail-in ballots today. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that on the air, to be honest, I don't really care. But um, we did our mail-in ballots today. And she was reading to me some of the newer laws to help um, veterans and uh by the marijuana bill and it's like if i didn't go to the poll or if i didn't see this mail-in ballot i wouldn't have known about this there has to be more ways to get this information out there has to be like i i don't i don't know i just feel like like for these laws that affect us directly and indirectly like how do you know and i think that that that's that needs to be a conversation as well so yeah, I just we have an opportunity with the show just to kind of like make sure that we can bring attention to that, and uh, the people that we know and interact with on a daily basis, mm-hmm. like they 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 have information about this kind of stuff too. And I just want to shout out to the to the Facebook group, uh, Social Justice, the New American Revolution Facebook group. Thanks to everybody that's following us and and people that are listening. I appreciate you and I appreciate you all your thoughts. Um, I'm just happy that y'all are there. And I want to shout out everybody that's following us on Instagram. Once again, you can find us at um, Social Justice New American Revolution on uh, both Instagram and Facebook, just like that. And the uh, hashtag is uh, capital O, capital J podcast. So hashtag Soju podcast or hashtag, uh, hashtag at Soju podcast. Um, come find us, please. And we want to hear what you have to say. We want to encourage that you guys discuss, uh, like, to just talk about everything that's happening. And we'd love to inform people about uh, the, the, uh, just, the, just the things that are happening on larger levels and smaller levels. I'm going to speak from experiences from where I'm at. I live in Massachusetts. I live in the Boston area. So for all the local things that are happening for me, I'm going to bring attention to that because I think it's important. But I'm hoping that, you know, everybody that, you know what I'm saying, comes on, can just, can bring a piece about what's going on in, in their neck and their neck of the woods and and just things that they feel like people need to be uh, aware of and uh, just just to have discussion about. I agree because it's important to to get this information out. It's important to know what's going on in your neighborhoods um, because you you know you don't want to miss something that you actually really needed to be a part of. Facts. And just like off of off a of rip, what's been happening around here? I keep complaining about 
you know, all the gentrification that's happening within my own city, within the cities that I'm around. Like, I'll be riding through cities like Cambridge and just remembering all of the local pubs and stuff that used to be there. And because COVID is COVID and all these businesses had to close, now all of these mm. big realtors and developers are buying up the spots. And now they're becoming condos and overpriced, like, you know, supermarkets and blah de blah and it's just like totally disrespectful to the to the neighborhood and it's raising the prices on on and taxes on the neighborhood. People are moving out. It's like a different type of gentrification because there's already white people there. If that makes any sense. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just so weird to see it happen, but it's happening and my people can't breathe. I have friends that I grew up with that were living in the Boston area, moved to like the the um to Somerville and then moved to like Malden and just kept moving further and further out. I got a, I got family who live out in Worcester right now. God bless them. Um, and it's like, yo, like it's not, no, it's, it's, it's really not friendly to local people in Boston anymore. You know, like even me as a, uh, you know, I, you know, I do do my poetry and I do like to do music every now and again. Um, thinking about doing it more often and this is the year that like you know I was going to start like engaging in that in that platform just for it to be mm-hmm. shut down and not have that space to do it anymore it's kind of like well whoa what the hell yep so i guess another plus side of the protest is actually me getting those opportunities to be able to to share that creativity cuz like you know visual art is there for you to you know uh, decorate your space and that's important but right. you know with music and with 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 audio art any type of music you do or any type of like, you know, poetry or whatever you do, DJing, God bless you, however you make music, that, that's how you decorate your time. And right. that's what, you know what I'm saying, people really need. But for the time being, man, just with everything that's been happening, bro, now you've seen the, you've seen the, pre, you've seen the vice presidential debate. There were a lot of good things and there were a lot of terrible things. I was frustrated with, 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 with both, but I was less frustrated with the, the, the vice presidential debate as I was the night of the, the main presidential debate. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but how about you? Uh, yeah, I, I'd have to agree. The, the presidential debate was, was more of a... Uh, the presidential debate... Well, they both were, but the presidential debate, in my opinion, was more of like a whose part was bigger, right? At least mm-hmm. one-sided. You know, one person was trying to express how he's going to help. The other person was just like, well, I already did this, so, or you're, you're going you're gonna to make everything worse, not even like how I'm going to help. Whereas the vice presidential debate was actually really similar. I saw clips again. Really similar, but it was just more articulate. <laughs> yes, yes, it was an articulate version. Uh, I just want to shout out my man, my boy, Dave, uh, my boy Dave just jumped on. Yo, what up, Dave? How you doing, homie? Living life, living life. I know, man. It's been hectic out here, brother. But I'm, I'm glad you were able to join us, Jamal. And I was just talking a little bit about uh, the vice presidential debate and how similar it was to the presidential debate. Uh, I have a couple of questions and kind of like you know just thoughts on it, but, like, I, I'd rather hear from everybody. So before I go in, you have any takeaways from the pre- uh, the vice presidential debate versus the presidential debate? Uh, we're doing the verses. There's the battle. They both suck. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know what kind of battle you want them to have. Like, um, 
So I don't know like what to say with it. Basically, one was an intellectual version of the other, which was a bunch of interruptions, a bunch of chaos. The moderator did not do a good job. Half of the questions were not answered. There was just no point. And uh, <laughs> you had you had two <laughs> two candidates, <laughs> one that had some sort of mind, and the other one who did it. Like, but either way, they both suck. <laughs> I watched that debate and I just wondered the fly got the most attention. That's how you know the debate didn't do anything except the except gather attention for a fly. Had whole tweets about the fly being in the, in, in the center of attention. Like, I mean, the thing you did learn though, at least, was that they when they fact checked it, how much they lie. Like Trump and this dude practice lying on the daily. Like it's just to a point that is unnecessary now. Like. Like, when you fact-check that stuff, oh, my God, it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, I think now, I, hold on real quick, Mike. I think more people were more interested in, um, let me rephrase, I think people were just watching to kind of, for I guess, the entertainment factor, because they know who they're voting for already, right? Like Damn. like you said, the fly got the most uh, love out of everything, out of all, out of both debates, all four candidates, the fly has the most love. The fly, the fly has... could be president. Like, literally, exactly. the fly could be president and win before them because of how unintentional. Like, basically, you, and then the thing is, is like, you know, the debate is supposed to be about the questions that's asked. Pence literally went, well, before I answer that question, let me answer the one beforehand. Again. <laughs> In yeah, what world does that, that make any times. sense? Yeah, in what world does yeah. that make sense? Like, that doesn't, and he wasn't doesn't even answering the question. He was just fighting. Basically, he, really, he just wanted to have an argument with her. Exactly. That's it. Like, and he literally avoided the Roe vs. Wade question. Like When they asked him about Roe vs. Wade and what would he do if they repeal it, and how, was, uh, how would his home state deal with the, the repealing of Roe vs. Wade, he mm -hmm. took the time to attack Kamala Harris. Uh, about her record on police, uh, on how, how many people she put away, how many black people she put away. And then when they asked Kamala, sh she took the time to defend her record instead of speaking to what would happen in her state of California uh, if Roe vs. Wade was overturned. And that, that said to me was with, with, with Biden, he's not going to answer it because he that's the agenda and he's not going to even speak about it because he knows that you know, it's 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 not going to be favorable of him to talk about his feelings or Trump's feelings on it. Now, I feel like Kamala didn't want to say nothing because she uh, was aware that um, uh, that is very likely that Trump will replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and it's very likely that uh, Roe versus Wade will be overturned, and that she's there's nothing that she or Biden can do about that. Wait, who said that? Nobody said that. That's my personal view. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, wait, who said that in the debate? Because I was about to watch the whole thing again and look for that section. <laughs> like, like, nah, you lying. No one said that. I was about to say. Like, there's nothing you can That's do what about I'm thinking. it. Ha, ha, ha. I, I would have been like, what? Nah, like... <laughs> No, they didn't say that. I feel like that's what she was thinking because, like, she knows if she speaks to something that she can't do, no, so, then they're going to call her for lying. No, but what happened was, it wasn't even that, is that if she would have answered, so, for example, they asked her, are you with the Democrats to push the extra judge to be in there if um, the conservatives, you know, uh, uh, elect this woman in? And she didn't answer, which is the one time where I was like, well, I think that's smart more than that that was negative. 
But every other time that they avoided the questions, pretty much, it just felt like a fuck you to everyone that matters. Like, you know, mm-hmm. all, the, all the people that, all the people that, you know, wanted to have answers. Instead of giving like a real step-by-step basis on what you're really going to do, because that's what everybody wanted. Okay, what would you do different with COVID? We are going to make sure we trace more and we're going to give more tests. And, which is a great answer, but how are you going to do that? And what way are you going to do that? In what capacity? Anything like that, but you didn't give that. You gave that short summary, like someone was trying to cheat on the test and try to study the quiz notes. Like, you know, that's a good just... point. Hold on, I want to ask Jamal. All right. Yo, I want to ask real quick to to David's mm-hmm. point. Do you think like that's just like s like a d a I won't say d de evolution, but do you think that's like a a reflection of the times right now? Being it that he can't, that people can't even speak to specifics on how they're actually going to make these changes. I don't know if y'all remember when Bernie and them were debating, but they had laid out plans in the minimum amount of time that they had in between attacks on each other. These last two debates, there was none of that. Nobody could get to anything because they were too busy bickering. I mean, again, like the vice president one had at least a little bit of substance. It's just the problem is that the substance wasn't enough to create a win for either side. So at what point, you know, do you go, yay, they won. They really did it. The, the other thing that got a lot of love was Camilla's faces, which is sad that her faces got more love. And that was more Fact. because, you know, her being, of course, you know, a minority woman running for a campaign, first time ever. Of course, they were judging her completely more than anybody else. Pence didn't have that pressure. She did. So she had to make sure that she had to do certain things properly, make sure she sit properly, make sure her faces weren't as bad as they were because they basically were straight, you know, minority, like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? But, you know, uh, everyone would look at Pence the same way, too. But the problem is you're not supposed to do that, right? But if uh, another person did it, let's say another white male, would it have been a big deal? Would it have made news? Probably not. But it made news because it was her. Right. He made news because it was her. So, you know, like I said, like, both the base suck. That's my. That's gonna be my consensus on everything. If, if anything, you got more of a laugh out of the presidential one, but this one, even though as serious, more serious as it was, again, the things that got attention weren't the things that was necessary. Again, a fly and her face has probably got the most attention out of everything in the debate. No substance. Right. No kind of. No kind of learning on what the goals are gonna be. You know, you got some facts out of it. Like Camilla was speaking facts and Pence was speaking out his ass, but you, you didn't you didn't hear a plan. And a plan is what is needed, the plan is what the people need. They don't got no plans, man. Like, you know, they're all going in this blind. Like you might facts. as well have a you might as well have a mice some blind the three blind mice from uh Cinderella run the country, like because they're all there. Alright. What about you, Jamal? What, what's your what's your take on it, Jamal? So, to answer to to give you your question. I think mm-hmm. we've been the laughing stock of the world for the last four years, right? And certain states have been the laughing stock of the U.S. for years. I feel like I mean, I was just, laughing for before Trump, but go on. Right. Well, I mean, you got states like Florida. No offense to anyone in or from Florida, but it's always new, crazy something happening that's down there. And I Florida feel like, man tackles alligator and bites his neck, and you're just like. But why? What exactly? <laughs> or the the zombie scare that was down there? Yeah. Or or P, you know, it's always it's always something down there. Um, but not to speak poorly, it's just what's happening. And I feel like 
with with uh, Trump going into office, it's more like he's still on TV, right? I, like that's how he's treating it. Like he's still what was it, The Apprentice? He's still uh, the host of The Apprentice, and that's kind of like how it's going. So every country is watching this reality show that's supposed to be our country, and we're like this huge joke. Uh, and you saw that even in the presidential debate. Like, I guarantee if anyone from any other country saw it, they will just like, well, I'm happy I don't live there. You know, like, there was, there was no, there was nothing, right? Like, when, when Biden was, was talking, he was, he was honestly, to, to me, it sounded like he was trying to answer the questions provided. Don't get me wrong. He was attacking Trump as well. And I, it's a debate. That's what you're supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. But he was talking about things that he would change, things that, you know, w- what he's planned for, what he's spoken about, things like that, where Trump was just like, well, he's going to raise your taxes and he's going to do that. Not like, oh, well, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to change. Oh, um, you know, uh, uh, what's that? Um, the tax thing was crazy, warning. though. It was. The tax like, thing was crazy. He went off on that, but like global warming, right? He was like, um, Jamal, you know, only you can gonna... prevent forest fires. I just want to exactly. let you know, only forest management. Like, we, we, we definitely need to have forest management, right? My dude and, said you know, we need more smoky the bears. And in 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 some cases, you need you need we need to manage everything better, it's not just forest, right? Like carbon and all this stuff has to be managed better but he's more concerned about managing forests better like people like you're gonna pay money to send citizens through the forest to clean up acres upon acres upon acres of forest like where's that money coming from us (laughs) you know like the whole it's it's the whole that's my point man People, if people knew, if people actually took the time, and I, I had the, I had the opportunity to make the uh, this point earlier, Dave. People took the time to figure out exactly where their taxes go. Yo, okay, like people would be Facts. pretty pissed off, man. Well, first off, most of it goes to military. We don't even want to discuss that. I think they need a whole episode to find out. No, I mean, I think we should. And I think we should dedicate an episode to finding out. You're right, Dave. I really feel we need to talk about that stuff. I think it's it's over 50 or over 60% goes straight to military. It's not even like a question. It's like military, 60 or 50. And then after that, it's like other stuff. Like, but most of it, really, majority goes to military, which basically is like the F you to everybody else. Because at this point, what kind of, why do we need that military when we got people dying on the streets, you know? Like, and that's something. And the thing is, I remember um, even Cardi B made a point, which is hilarious when she does. Um, mm-hmm. But she made a point. She was like, look, I make this amount of money, right? And they took 715000 in taxes. I don't even know where it goes. I just know they take it and they use it for whatever they want to. Why don't they let us choose where we want it to go to? I completely and agree. It's the, and it's the funniest thing to hear it from her, but like Fox. that that has makes sense. Like, and the thing is, is that the problem, the reason they don't want to do that is because number one, with the elected officials we choose are, are because we elect them are supposed to be our voices 
and supposed to choose for us those kind of things. But besides that point, number two, is that they know if we was to choose, a lot of it would not go to military. Let's be real. <laughs> a lot of it would go to trying to make sure no one homeless, trying to make sure we all have health care, trying to make sure the climate's better because we just know better. Certain things mm-hmm. like that would be picked instead of military. Paying our teachers Which, better. You know, making sure paying, the streets are better and cleaner. Right, you know, yeah. cleaning, you know, certain things, construction much better. Because first of all, just to let you know, I've seen a giant hole in Japan get fixed in a day. And we still Facts. got the same highways get fixed for like five, six, eight, ten years. Like the way bro, it the feels. Deegan, so. Bro, the Deegan, bro? Bro, the Deegan? The major Deegan? They've been working on that since 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 the damn Iroquois were killed. Like First of all, they've been working on that since Moses split the water. Listen. Yo, (laughs) so come on. And you think you think the Flintstones aired in black and white. First off, I see one episode only of black and white Flintstones. That's sad. But secondly, Facts. I think it was before that. I think they've been working on the Deegans since before we were on born. I think my mother drove by the Deegan and was like, damn, they still constructing. This is crazy. That's in 1984. Like, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like, yo, I just can't, man. Like, it's nuts. But think about it. And hey, we don't have the infrastructure. Like, there's so much stuff that could be spoken about and made. And the thing is that Camilla tried to make a point on it. She was like, we're going to build an infrastructure. We're going to do this. But the problem I have is not what she was saying. It's that she wasn't saying how. I don't mind that yeah. you want to do that. That sounds I don't, great. Like, but they the were giving is so how. My, I, think, I think with her, and it wasn't, I'm not saying this was the excuse the entire time because there were moments where she just started rambling. No disrespect to her again. I know that he got you upset, but you shouldn't have been attacking him. You have points to make, and we needed and we needed you to make those points. We needed you to Fact. to show up for us a little bit more. Fact. That's the point. We needed you to show up. Come on, come on. And I'm not saying that you did bad. You you did what you had to do. But there were moments where, oh, like, I just felt she, she did enough, baited. man. And she was baited. No, she, she was baited. baited. She was baited. She was just she yo, was so baited. And I'm a, it was like it's okay. like yo, it's, all, it's just the bully who's there. He's ready to fight, and all you're doing is you're you're giving in. You're giving in. You're giving in. You'll forget what he has to say. What he everyone knows he's gonna lie. It's going to be fact checked. No one cares about what he has to say. Like literally, like there were Republicans who really gave no shits. Excuse me, there were Republicans who really didn't care about what he had to say. So it's like nah, she just you. You gotta understand something though. Like when when it came to that debate, the her her was more being watched than him. And the thing is, is that she didn't do. But but understand, to me, she still didn't do what she came what she was supposed to. And I, as much as I want to be like, oh. Like Camilla did a good job. She didn't, and I—that's how I feel. <laughs> like she didn't do the she job did that I wanted. She did better. Yes, much better in the primary. But the thing is, also in the primary, she was focused on her own goals, not on Biden's. So you got to understand when you're pitching for someone else, it's different than when you're pitching for yourself. So if I'm pitching for myself, I know what I'm gonna say. If I'm pitching for Jamal, I point. know some. I know some things I'm gonna say, but I don't know everything that I should say. It's a difference. That's a great point, Dave. Um, I will say this, though. I will say this. I will say this. I mean, let me ask this. Um, Do we feel like there was a little bit like, and I mean, this goes without saying, but man, let me rephrase the question. So the pressure as a, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a woman of color in that position against this white man, right? Do you feel like any of those dynamics played out? 
because the reason why the faces make got a lot of attention is that everybody knows the sister that they possibly work with in the, in the, in, or, 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 or just, yeah, just seen at a, at, in, in a, in a place of, of work um, who literally had to smile or grit their teeth and be the, the calmer one and the kinder one and watch how they respond because they don't want to get caught up with any isms that are attached to their names. And they have to be more mindful of like, you know what I'm saying? Being critiqued as a specific type of black woman. Like whether that's like, oh, she bat, she ratchet, she ghetto, or or you see her fixing her neck to do whatever and blah blah blah, whatever stereotype they want right. to throw. All right. So you, what your point is that what she was what she made sure that she couldn't be black in a certain way, basically, to, in terms of how people already think black people are. Yeah. That's did she part. have her okay. Did she have her job interviews on? Of course. High? Of course. <laughs> what you mean? Of course. But that that's the point that I made earlier is that the first thing is that they were watching her much more than him so he could have done whatever and it would have not mattered he's a white male in a white male society and a white male majority her she has to represent not only herself as a female but herself as a minority and yet at the same time can't look ghetto can't look this can't look that because automatically what happens she gets judged what happens if she gets judged then the whole the whole race gets judged because everyone wants to look at just one person as a freaking uh, meaning for everyone else like it's the most retarded thing in the world. So how do you, you how do you go onto a show? How do you well, real quick, my fault. How do you go onto a mm-hmm. show? You know, try to persuade everyone around you that you're the right choice, but you can't be yourself while doing it. And at the same time, even if you are yourself, you got to watch out for how you say, what you say, and what you do. Like, and and without being a stereotype, you know. But definitely, Absolutely. she had that yeah. pressure, hundred percent. Nah. Now, I, I do believe that there's a level of scrutiny that a person of color has, especially in those type of roles. But um, I I I, I, I want to speak a little bit to it. But before we move on, Jamal, what's your take on it? I'm I'm in the middle, and here's why. I feel like there's some type of a standard for every person, no matter what your skin color is, no matter what your class is. Once you step, there are certain places that when you step into, there's a standard. Um, like I've worked in a lot of businesses in Manhattan, a lot of banks, a lot of, uh, mutual funds, whatever. It doesn't matter what, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. If, for example, I'm in it. So if there was an issue in a room, I had to look the part when I walked in, hi, sir. Hi, ma'am. How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. It's just like standard. I wouldn't say it's being white or being black. And I feel like the same applies here where she is under more scrutiny because she's the first minority woman going to be any, any sort of presidency that she, she has to, she will, if she wins, she'll be the closest person to the president, you know, like, so she has a lot more scrutiny on her than I guess uh, a white guy would as a vice president. But I feel like it's, it would be the same for any office. It would be the same for even if you're working in a building for the owner of a Fortune 500 company, you know, and maybe you you might get more scrutiny working for one of those. So that that's just my opinion. I just um, I, I think it's like in the middle, personally. If that's the only fair. thing I'll say against that is that you got to remember though, if they call IT, they still know who you are already. 
Like, it's like kind of like when you when they call IT, it's like IT is here. Okay, you're going to go in. You're going to act a certain way as the role of IT, but that's your job to do so. Her job is not to represent every single person in America at one shot. Because if that's the case, then we have no president that has done that or that shows that in that, in that aspect. But yes, she has to do it because it's her and her one minority, her one chance to do this. Because if she don't do it, it's going to be years before someone else gets the chance again. Like, it's kind of like, you know, the mom pressure that she had was crazy. To me, anyway. You know? Like, <laughs> no, I still, I think there was pressure there. Don't get me wrong. I think no, no matter what her race, her class, no matter what her economic standing is, just to be on that stage answering questions um, against anyone, period, there's pressure there. Now there's more pressure because she's a woman. So there's doubly pressure there. And then she's a black woman at that. Doubly pressure there. And then your opponent is literally just an asshole who's just going to discredit everything you do. So I think across the board, it's just pressure. I'm just saying, I, I don't think for her, it's any, because of how far she's already gotten in her career, I don't think it's any different than for her running for um, district attorney of Los Angeles. So to your point, Jamal, I will say because of those reasons, because of those reasons, um, I feel like uh, she did that because of because of all that pressure, she was still able to 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 put something forward in a in a in a situation where the odds were very well stacked against her. So I feel like considering that she was able to get off what she was able to get off, I was I was not like you know what I'm saying. I was you know, I right, Kamala, you did what you could. She didn't she didn't wow um, you, but she she made a point to she didn't wow you, but you felt right. like she did enough to convince you to continue to stick with her. She did enough to convince me that she that that she beat Pence in that in that moment, and I, I and and that's that's my takeaway. Um, again, I didn't need the debates to to, to figure out where I was going. Uh, True. That was I, a, again, yeah. again, uh, it, but to me, if she would if she could have done an even better job, if she was more comfortable, if she was more herself, she would have killed him mm -hmm. even more. And that's how I feel. Yeah, I think I, that's why I, I, I look no, I agree at it. With that. And that's why I look at it, I think, like, I don't think she did a good job. Even though, you know, I'm like, you're saying, like, it's not that she did a bad job. You get what I'm saying? I'm not mm, saying facts. that. But it's just that, to me, compared to what I know she could have done if she was herself and not having to pitch someone else's points, but also not having all that extra pressure compared to what Pence had. Pence had what? The fact that he's stupid? Like, that's the only pressure he had? <laughs> like, so... Like so, you know, that's just how I feel about it, you know. Hey. Can I be honest though? I was a little disappointed Please. in the debate. Um, because I was expecting Pence to come with some heat. Right? Not not to really? be all attacky. No, I was because if you I, I I watched a few um a few clips of him, and I'm not saying he's the best spoken person, I'm not saying his ideals are great or whatever. But I was expecting mm -hmm. him to come with something, you know, like something more than he did. Um, and yeah. I guess that's just me being optimistic or whatever. Uh, don't judge me. But like, I, I don't know. I just I just felt like like I mean, obviously it was a step up to the presidential debate. But I just feel like like I was a little disappointed because I felt like Pence was going to Pence was going to make me think like, hmm, maybe uh, the president has some type of uh a way to win maybe but i i just i just feel like with both of them all they're gonna do is attack 
They're not going to tell you how they're going to do better. They're just going to attack everyone who stands up against them. And that's not that's not what we need in this country. We don't need any more divide, you know? And uh, I was wait. just disappointed. Wait, 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 wait. Let's think about this aspect, though. Why didn't he go after her a little harder than we did, like we thought he would? My point of view, and don't don't kill me if I'm wrong on this, maybe is <laughs> the fact that Maybe it's the fact also that we're looking at, we're not looking at it fully from his side on the fact that if he would have got at her hard body, they would have said he mm-hmm. was attacking a minority and attacking a woman. And he would have been real, like, more, like, uh, uh, biased with that. I don't know if that's a way to look at it or if that could have been part of the reason why he held back a little bit. Because I have seen his other debates, and you're right. He does have a little bit more of a, like, a fierce side of, uh, with, with the way that he speaks about. But he wasn't doing that with her. So could mm-hmm. that be a reason? Right. It could. And as, after the debate, I was watching a little bit of the commentary um, of the analysts. They were going over the debate. And somebody, I don't know if it was one or two people. I, I don't quite remember. But at least one person pointed out the fact that he kept speaking over uh, Kamala. Is that how you pronounce the name? Kamala. He kept Kamala. speaking over her. Kamala. He kept speaking over her. And he kept speaking over um, the moderator. So that he was, they were saying like maybe he was trying to mansplain or like he was just more aggressive in that. And I did see that, but I, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. The whole thing's through me. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, so, man. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I mean, I think we, I don't think, country. I don't think there's really anything to be too happy about as far as like the, the way that we have to vote and the way that the way things are heading. But um, like you know, uh, circling, circling, uh, circling back, and then getting ready to jump forward. Um, <clears throat> That's not like a yeah. dance, right? Circling back and getting ready to jump forward. Yeah, slide to the left. Good job, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hot one time, Ben. Hey, Chris Cross. Now, um, so look, um, my question is, <laughs> uh, what's it gonna take? for, um, I would say, Biden and Kamala to, to, like, you know, get you guys to feel a little bit more confident in the platform that they're running on. It's too late. Good luck. Mm-hmm. It's too late for me. I, like I said, the reason, I'm, the reason I'm voting for them is not because I love them, but because, you know, it's dumb or the high wall. And, again, we can't vote third party because that will just help Trump. We can't go out. We can't not vote because then that will just help Trump. So what do we do? Just go with the system for now. And like I said, until we get some hackers in this, you know, like we discussed in the last like podcast, Chris said, yeah, like uh, you know, uh, we we we're we're screwed right now. This is it. We got two old ass, uh, one who could barely remember his name, and one who says his name so much it's just annoying. You know, you just don't know what to choose. Like, of course, you know what to choose. One's better than the other somehow. It's just at what level? It's like it's like having two bad twins. I don't know, like. Like one breaks the dish, the other one just cleans it wrong. Like it's like it's, it's the most retarded stuff, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they can't they can't do anything to convince me that they're the great people. Carmela was very more socialist, though. I'll tell you that when she was by herself, but she had to go middle ground just to, to help Biden too. So that's another part of it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. There's not much they can do for me either. Uh, they will. I'm sure they'll they'll fix a lot um, that was broken, or a lot that we didn't know needed to be fixed. I'm I'm sure they will, 
I mean, like, you know, every president does something, right? Trump was good on the economy at first. Um, and he's done other things. I don't really have a list in front of me, but I did look it up before. He's done a few things that actually are helpful. That uh, was helpful. All money-wise, really and truly, that I've seen. Everything was more and, money. I think like I said for stock market, he's been great. I love this man for the stock market. I made so much hell money. Yeah. Oh, like that that's the one thing I'll say. That's about the only thing I'll say that's positive to me that he's done. And I don't know, like, man. That's I mean, what I was I mean, saying to too. I was saying like, that I've just seen as well. Like dips. as far as funding goes, he, he's been as far as the market goes, we needed someone who wasn't in politics to deal with the market. Um, and I stand behind that. You know, like to fix something specific, you need a specialist in it, someone who's going to focus there. Um, and I, I felt like, you know, they did that, but everything else kind of suffered at the same time. They, I'm not and, saying Obama was I'm not saying Obama was Jesus because mm-hmm. I have some I have some beefs about Obama's presidents, not beefs, just. I, there were some issues um, on some of his policies and some of the way he did things, including mad, mad drone strikes, if we're talking about it. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, I don't think the economy was suffering under the Obama regime like like as much to, 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 as, as that. And I don't think the stock market was as bad as it was or, as a ba- or, or, or that bad um, prior to Trump's entering. Um, no. And while well, it was getting better, so... Think- it was getting better underneath Obama. The problem is, though, is that Trump, I would say Trump did take what they did and just exercise it properly that it made the stock market look even better. Now, again, well, he also rolled he, back. He rolled back certain certain taxes. He rolled back certain, um, certain uh, not rules. I think, I don't know if it was laws, but I know it was like rules that they had with bidding and stuff like that and buybacks. So, you know, and of course, for that reason, certain parts of it of the stock market got a push from it and that just made it even better but the economy was already growing underneath Obama, and that's the part that people right people people try to say that it was all him and that's not the problem that's not what happened like you know but but with but with what we saw what we know in the recent news too there's been a lot of recent news about what's been happening you know like at least three or four different people that were working for the trump campaign at some point in time in the last month have all been uh, um, charged with some sort of fraud in the uh, in the election and in uh, mm-hmm. his ca- and run- and running his campaign. And uh, one of those individuals uh, was uh, responsible for laundering money uh, that looked like it was responsible for uh, sex trafficking. So, like. For all the things that he's done for people over a certain tax bracket, I'm like, that's awesome and stuff like that. And those people can benefit from it. But look what it's costing. And look and look look at the image. Look at look at the people that are now probably running in 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 in, in different pockets of government at this moment in time that either were brought in by Trump or brought in by Trump's people. These criminals, you know what I'm saying? And I just I speak to those thoughts and those facts, and it's kind of like I feel like the 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 stock market is, you know what I'm saying, being what it is for the economy, being what it is for the rest of us down here and for the things that these dudes are getting away with and the money that they're cleaning. I take a little bit yeah. of issue. Cleaning? Wait, wait, wait. Let me find out Ghost is running the government, bro. Like, that's crazy. Facts. 
Like, you joking, but this dude is acting like Ghost just white. Like, or, or rather, let me phrase that. <laughs> wait, because I'm like, wait, he's uh, acting like Ghost? Let me find out this dude killed the <laughs> mad people on the low. He acting like, he's acting like a, a white <laughs> Nino Brown. Okay? He acting like a white Nino Brown. Um, He acting like he can't be touched. Uh, He's acting well, like reason, Tupac and above the rim. He right, can't well, be think touched. about this. If I was going to say, yeah, he really can't, Like, first off. But secondly... Think about it this way. The reason that he wanted to be elected is because he knew he was about to get killed with mass stuff. And when you're president, you can't get touched. It's just that simple. Right. You understand what I'm saying? He knew he had mm-hmm. an opportunity. The dude said when he was younger, hey, if I'm going to run, I'm going to run Republican. They're the dumbest people to vote, that vote. Uh, and guess what happened? He knew that. <laughs> he went with it. His team went with it. And now, look, one of the stupidest things that in the world happened. I might be wrong on this, Dave. I heard that that statement. I I might be wrong, but I heard that that statement might 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 have been BS, and people just said that just to say it. But no, I, there was I a heard whole video. He, oh, it was a video? Yeah, there was a video. Then I take. I rescind my statement. Um, yeah, there's a say? whole video of him saying that, and literally, and literally to the point that he he gave a whole explanation of how stupid they are, and like, like yo, he went off. Like he, that, he even said, like, yeah, he even said, like, being a politician is easy and this and that. Like, he went off, bro. That was a real video. Look it up, find it. But that, yeah, that man went off. And and it's to and and just to bring up back a point about the their debate. You ever think about the fact that this man is like actually having like a disease that old people get, like Alzheimer's or like uh, bipolar or something like that, because the way this man interrupted or unchecked him, chlamydia, like, well, chlamydia, <laughs> you know, you know, or what's that? Isn't it? Isn't a what's the one with the S? Uh, um, I can't think of it right Schizophrenia? now. Schizophrenia? No, no, that's well, that would be great, but no, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> uh damn, what's what does it, it do? Oh, uh, syphilis. There we go. So, syphilis in the brain oh. could change your uh could change your way the way that you think and act so maybe it's <laughs> i think I, I think i meant syphilis instead of chlamydia i think i think uh, i was going for syphilis good job thanks for remembering it. i couldn't because that was just like but, uh, all i could think about is how like this man really said <laughs> like no, no, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little eerie like, how, how good you did that. That was a little eerie how, how like, good that impression was. I mean, you know, when you watch that man so much and you just laugh every time, you get to a point that you know how to imitate it. But, like, he really, like, would do that for no reason. If Biden would be breathing, he'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> China virus. <laughs> China virus. But um, what do y'all think about is how do y'all like? Right, I'm just gonna ask it. This this man said that he ain't gonna leave if if uh, if Biden gets it. How do y'all feel about that? Like what, what I say? Look like? What I, I say? think is going home. Man, right, but, I don't give a fuck what he say. Okay, but you better be out of Pennsylvania Avenue by three, nigga. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna treat him like a hotel reservation. <laughs> I'm not saying get out, but get the fuck out. Like they gonna, they gonna treat him like a hotel reservation. They said before three, you better get out before our new guests come in. Like, yeah, I'm crying. But this is eviction notice. 
But an eviction notice. Fuck on. Nah, nah, nah. But I'm gonna tell you this much. Like I said, the problem's not gonna be getting him out, but the problem's gonna be there's gonna be a civil war because he already convinced these people that that whatever happens if he don't win is fraud. Yep. I understand that right? he already convinced that. Yep. So there's gonna be some type of civil war. Like I said, I've called it, I've said it. No one wants to believe me. I'm gonna keep saying it because when it happened, I'm gonna go. Nah, I told you so. I'm being Walmart gathering guns, but you know. Right. Um, <laughs> you know why I won't think it won't be as dramatic as the civil war. I think there will be a bunch of armed militias running around here doing all types of crazy ish, but I don't think it's gonna be enough. And um, yeah, bro, like, I think civil war. Thank you for listening to Social Justice, the New American Revolution. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for the latest episode. And if you want to be heard, email us at the Podcast at gmail.com.